Tlaib declines to visit the West Bank, citing Israeli conditions. Democrat Representative Rashida Tlaib said Friday she would not visit her grandmother in the occupied West Bank despite being granted an Israeli permit on humanitarian grounds, saying Israel's oppressive conditions aimed to humiliate her. Israel had barred Tlaib and another Democrat representative, Ilhan Omar, from visiting Jerusalem and the West Bank over their support for the international boycott movement following an unprecedented appeal from President Trump to deny them entry to the country. Israel had said Tlaib could visit relatives in the West Bank on humanitarian grounds, but then the Interior Ministry released a letter purportedly signed by Tlaib in which she promised not to advocate boycotts during her visit. That appears to have led to her decision to cancel the visit. Visiting my grandmother under these oppressive conditions meant to humiliate me would break my grandmother's heart, she said in a statement. Silencing me with treatment to make me feel less than is not what she wants for me. It would kill a piece of me that always stands up against racism and injustice. Talib and Omar had planned to visit Jerusalem and the Israeli-occupied West Bank next week on a tour organized by a Palestinian group. The two are outspoken critics of Israel's treatment of the Palestinians and support the Palestinian-led international movement boycotting Israel. The two newly elected Muslim members of Congress have sparred with Trump, who tweeted before the decision that it would show a great weakness to allow them to visit Israel. Israel controls entry and exit to the West Bank, which it seized in the 1967 Mideast War along with East Jerusalem and the Gaza Strip, territories the Palestinians want for a future state. Israeli Interior Minister Araya Derry announced early Friday that Tlaib had requested and had been granted permission to enter the West Bank to see her relatives. The U.S.-born Tlaib's family immigrated from the West Bank to the U.S. Derry's office had released what it said was Tlaib's request, written on congressional stationery and dated Thursday, in which she said she wanted to visit her grandmother, who is 91. This would be my last opportunity to see her. I will respect any restrictions and will not promote boycotts against Israel during my visit, she said. Tlaib's office could not immediately be reached for comment on the letter's authenticity. Shortly after the announcement, Tlaib tweeted that she wouldn't allow Israel to use her love for her grandmother to force her to bow down to their oppressive and racist policies. When I won my office in 2018, it gave the Palestinian people hope that someone will finally speak the truth about the inhumane conditions. I can't allow the state of Israel to take away that light by humiliating me, she wrote. Bassam Talib, an uncle who lives in the West Bank, expressed support for her decision. If Rashida's visit to her homeland is under conditions, we respect that, he said. It's Rashida's right as a Palestinian to come and visit her family and country. Some Palestinians had expressed disappointment with the letter Ali with the letter. Ali Abudima, a president prominent Palestinian activist 
tweeted that Tlaib should have used her platform to highlight Israel's restrictions instead of writing that humiliating letter asking the occupier to treat her as an exception in exchange for aiding by its restrictions. Derry, the interior minister, said after the cancellation that her initial request was apparently a provocative request aimed at bashing the state of Israel. Apparently, her hate for Israel overcomes her love for her grandmother, he tweeted. Trump's request to a foreign country to bar the entry of elected U.S. officials and Israel's decision to do so were unprecedented and drew widespread criticism, including from many Israelis as well as staunch supporters of Israel in Congress. Critics said it risked turning Israel into a partisan issue and threatened to undermine ties between the close allies. Tlaib and Omar are known as supporters of Boycott, Divestment, and Sanctions, or BDS, a Palestinian-led global movement. Supporters say the movement is a nonviolent way of protesting Israel's military rule over the occupied territories, but Israel says it aims to delegitimize the state and eventually wipe it off the map. The two congressmen women are part of the squad of liberal newcomers, all women of color, who Trump has labeled as the face of the Democratic Party as he runs for re-election. He has subjected them to a series of racist tweets last month in which he called on them to go back to their broken countries. They are all U.S. citizens. Trump's recruitment of longtime U.S. ally to punish his domestic rivals was a glaring departure from the tradition of American politicians leaving such disputes at home. Israel announced the ban Thursday after Trump tweeted that it would show great weakness if the two were allowed to visit Israel. Asked later if he had spoken to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, he said, I did talk to people over there without elaborating. For Israel, the willingness to side so pointedly with Trump marks a deeper foray into America's bitterly polarized politics and risks its relationship with Congress. Netanyahu's embrace of Trump has yielded major gains for the Israeli right, including the U.S. decision to recognize Jerusalem as Israel's capital. Trump's acceptance of Israel's annexation of the Golan Heights, which it seized from Syria in the 1967 war, provided a boost to Netanyahu ahead of April's elections. Netanyahu might be hoping for a similar jolt ahead of next month's polls, which were called after he failed to form a coalition government. Reactions in the Israeli media to the decision to bar the congresswomen was split with Netanyahu's opponents accusing him of kowtowing to a divisive U.S. president and endangering bilateral relations and and supporters saying he had no choice but to fully back an important ally in the White House. Just like Trump's base in America does not like the extreme left-wing elements of the Democratic Party, Netanyahu's base in Israel does not like them either. The Hazan, a political science professor at Hebrew University, stated, It serves his base. It does not serve the state of Israel. More as this story continues.